0: Welcome back to the Joshua Shaw audio experience. Firstly, thank you for giving me a bit of your attention. I'm honored you trusted me with it. And I promise to return the favor by giving you a ton of edutainment value back outside of Compound Solutions, one of the premier ingredient marketers, distributors, a ton of different things that they do for the broader kind of nutraceutical industry, both on you know, more the active nutrition side, but also like the health and wellness side. We're gonna be talking about all the kind of evolution of the business. They've been around for 25 years, which is crazy. I've known Matt for, I think maybe 11 or 12 years. So only about half of this. So I don't actually know a lot of the story before that and i'm interested to kind of hear that evolution from his parents business and and all that but we're going to be heading in there we're going to get a tour we're going to be checking everything out we're going to sit down with matt and kind of go through the whole history and the evolution of the business because i think it's going to be extremely interesting for everybody that's worked with them or are thinking about working with them ding, 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 ding. i was like doorbell door what's going on <laughs>
1: come on in yeah. So appropriate, so appropriate. Man, I wish the shirt were off, the audience would love it, man. They'd be like, man. I would have so many subscribers, (laughs) I'd have to like beat
0: them off the stick. Yep, sometimes I gotta beat the ladies off with a stick. Back woman, back us head. Exactly,
1: I think you'd just be crushing it right there. I'd be like, man, like Arnold. I'd have to change my
0: whole career, I think. Yeah,
1: yeah, Josh equals, or like do the collab, the Josh Arnold, you know, collab. that would be good Josh plus Arnold. (laughs) Yeah, there he is, the man, the myth, the legend, Josh no, I was no, referring, no, I was referring to Oh, yeah, thank you, yeah. thank you. <laughs> so that food be that medicine, right? I agree. That's what we're all doing. We don't talk about
0: it often and everyone talks about it here and there. That's a good constant reminder. There's some momentum building around food is medicine and just getting back to the roots. Like I've even been seeing some of like the major grocers, I think recently, maybe even Albertsons launched something yeah. where they're, they're putting some tech layers in there to try to get people to go back to thinking about food as medicine and how important that is. You've been an advocate for a long time, but mm-hmm. now it seems like the world is is finally catching up to you. Yeah. Well yeah, I,
1: I don't know, maybe catching after to Hippocr-
0: Hippocrates. Hippocr- yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't
1: know. About I was me. like, yeah, I just stole yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well I, I everything's like a, an ebb and flow, but yeah, uh, Whole Foods is definitely flowing. Yeah. You know, it's definitely there. It's funny we try to make you know like some story about like sirtuins kind of cool, right? Yeah. Or NAD plus or something like that. Yeah. Or name other uh, probiotic or yeah. something like this. And you're like, you know, you can be really good, you know like broccoli. <laughs> you're like, <laughs> let's start with broccoli. <laughs> so you end up like doing all these like complicated you yeah. know, convolutions and you're like, uh, how about we just like went for a walk and had a friend? Yeah. You know? these are, you know, just so powerful, but we,
0: uh, yeah, we can kind of, I I feel like a lot of times, I feel like a lot of times I love hearing you talk because though you're in the space and you could be easily pushing all these like super advanced things. You're like, let's just, Do the basics. Like, can we get back to just eating some great, fibrous vegetables? Like, (laughs) going for a walk, get some sunlight. Like, let's start with that. Like, (laughs) if we could cover that, we're probably going to push everybody forward so much in a healthy
1: way. (laughs) Exactly. And I think it's partly just you know philosophical, but also, you know, our our whole country cannot sustain what we've been doing healthcare wise. We're spending more than everyone else, you know, combined. And we're gonna bankrupt the nation if we don't change course and our course is always drugs not exercise and there's no drug or supplement that's ever going to outperform exercise so can we say that from the actual presidential level yeah I don't care any politician can we just I don't care if you're Democrat or Republican can we just say Let's all start with a walk. Can we have a whole country go in a collective walk? <laughs> can we can we agree on
0: something basic like that? I know. It's exactly. So- <laughs> and then
1: we'll be like, wow, this is amazing. You know, our chronic diseases are, are declining. You know, yeah. our our ability to fund Medicare is is, you know, more substantial. Yeah. I think that's just yeah, it's the basics. We're we in the supplement industry. We're supposed to be supplementing. Yeah. What are we supplementing? Hopefully whole foods. <laughs> Let food be thy, be thy medicine. And then, you know, this is what we're trying to do. Like, ingredients to maximize maximum potential. Because I think like when you have, like, uh, when, when you're just trying to make money. Yeah. It, It's, it's hard to figure out what you're supposed to do day to day. But if you're trying to maximize human your potential, you're like, should I? distribute sugar today? Should I distribute fructose? Someone needs to do those things. It's just not going to be us. So it helps narrow what we're not going to do, which sometimes can be as powerful as what to do. Wow, you know, I just really love the double biceps or whatever from Arnold and like the the precision or the balance, you know, being legs and arms and you know, all that sort of stuff. But actually, when I think of Arnold, I think of like every shoe that I've ever bought or every piece of clothing or every house or any car has been partly due to him and he, establishing the industry that we all benefit from oh, okay. so I yeah. actually like when I look at my car you I are. actually think a little bit of Arnold I'm not actually kidding yes yeah. so like if I can pay for college it's because he established an industry that I benefited from so I just have like a little constant reminder of a thank you for not just his intensity because that wasn't an accident right but the fact that you and I are making money because yeah our predecessor, Arnold. So thank you. That's a little, that's a little thank you, right? Thank you, Arnold. Thank thank you, Arnold. (laughs) A little ode to Arnold. Thank you. And that it's just like a, a representation of just caring so deeply about everything. So you know Theodore Roosevelt, you know man in the arena? We just want to be dirty if we fail or succeed, but we don't want to be on the sideline because that person on the sideline cannot be at compound. We just can't be those people. You just have to be in the arena. And we care about everything, including the, the health of our bees, because if you don't have bees, you get nothing. If you don't have water, you don't have nothing. It's really just about caring deeply about everything from the bee population to the water, to clean air, and to each other. Because if you look back to history, we're better together. Bees are about being better together because we're taking care of them and they're taking care of us. It's all symbiotic. So it's just
0: caring deeply, and that's what that's about. I just thought, what an interesting piece of art. I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, I was like Adam. <laughs> I was like, because I don't know. You guys aren't selling like honeybee powder or anything. I was like, no. maybe there's something that I don't know about here. No, but we would. <laughs> and it's just like, yeah,
1: it's a representation of like, what would a child do? That, but what don't we do as adults? That it's so clear to a child. Children speak with such precision. Like they're like, Dad, you smell, and you're like. That was blunt, uh, but wow, on point. I do happen to smell right like now, right? But they are like so clear about like you know the health of bees and like don't we need those to like you know pollinate? Yeah. So are we taking care of them? No. So why not? And just a mic drop moment. it's
0: like, her like, go over like, gosh, it's been twenty five years. Yeah. When nice. they said twenty five years, I was like, it's a long time. It is and I also think and I was playing this back. I was like, we, like at Muscle Farm, um, that was when I first got to know you, and that's even like twelve years ago. Yeah. Which- Feels like yesterday. Like in my mind, like yeah. I, when people were playing this back and they're like, "Oh, you've been in the space for that long." I'm like, oh, "It's been that long?" <laughs> yeah. Like, what? like Who? Like what? Oh, Me? Oh, I, I'm I, like, <laughs> I just feel like I just started. Like, yeah, what are you exactly talking about? It's like, yeah. just, but even I guess I've been in a small way a part of the company for half of it. But yeah. there's a whole other half that I wasn't around for. That yeah. uh, you know started in what '98. Was that? Yeah, exactly. And this from your parents were the ones, exactly. like, and it was compound solutions. That like from the start, did you not have to change the name or? No, it was from the beginning.
1: Okay. I it, obviously my dad and mom came up with it. It might have been my my dad, but obviously a you know a collaborative effort. But
0: yeah, from the day one. And Compass they were solutions. what was the original intent for the business when it first was launched day one what was like the goal really
1: distributing raw materials at, at the end of the day I don't think there was a, a highfalutin idea I think my dad uh, I don't know if you know was start off at seltzer chemical which okay. is now glambia oh wow. so he was the guy years ago who actually bolted a vitamin E spray dryer into the into the floor and figured that out <laughs> right and vitamin E like Powder, obviously, vitamins are fat, right? Yeah. But vitamin powder you put into like animal feed, you can do it in the human industry. And so he was working on that with Seltzer Chemical and then expanding into other lines, you know, like colors, because you could have a colored uh, tablet, for mm. example. And even in the animal feed space as well, and food space and things of that sort. Well, you just want to go out on his own. He's always been like a risk taker. And he was like, now I guess is a good time. And he was older, like, not old, but I mean older to take an entrepreneurial lead. Yeah. He was maybe between 45 and 50. Wow. And just put it all on red. Just risked it all, <laughs> really, to go out in his own. And he had a really good friend at... Um, called Barrett at... BMP, uh, Bulk Medicine Pharmaceuticals in Germany, who actually lent him materials on consignment. Amazing story. Like no one does that. No one's like, here's $100,000 worth of stuff, just pay me. whenever you sell it and yeah. you get paid yeah it's all good that's how good my dad's reputation was wow that's how trustworthy so he started off uh, supplying raw materials I know it's mostly like mass market something like amino acids so like infant formula companies oh, okay. or something like that he had some really really good connections and you know reputation after Decades in the industry, but just want to do it on his own. So that's really the story of just, I just want to do this myself. That that, that was the, the genesis. My mom was like, I absolutely don't want to be an entrepreneur. I don't want to go out on her own. And I don't want to be in this business if you do. And so my dad did it and she worked with my dad. <laughs> <laughs> and my mom to this day is like, uh, oh, he dragged me in. And then I started after going like a full mass market. So he was, from what I understand, the first white guy to tour a cookie Tent factory in Japan. Okay. He brought coq10 to the united states and he started supplying that to like pharmavite back 25 years ago like back way 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 back it was like five thousand dollars a kilo and people were it was so expensive back then that it was like 25 50 milligram doses Hmm. now it's cheap and you can put 200 milligram doses at costco so anyway he brought coq10 in the united states it was a synthetic method the natural one out and hence kanaka is now you know giant hence kingdom way hence Hmm. you know all the others, right? And so he he was working with CoQ10, working in the mass market. I came in 18 years ago. I realized, man, there's a lot of sports. There's just a lot of sports nutrition happening. Way back, there was a a particular distributor supplying just massive amounts of creatine. Hmm. I was like, "There's got to be something more, yeah. right? There's got we got to get into this." It was maybe just a, I don't know, like literally a month or two into it, I just started calling everyone you can imagine in sports. Like this is maybe before you might not remember a company called physogen I do, yeah. physogen back in the day, we started supplying their orotates hmm. like magnesium orotate. This is back, this is like the OGs of like sports nutrition, right? Like, so we were supplying that, and I just was trying to go deeper and deeper in that space and i said it's beta alanines having to talk with my dad he's like oh i know mark ledue i'm like oh, okay so no joke you know mark ledue ceo of nai we have the full-on story like so stereotypical it's no joke at denny's in san marcos like 20 minutes from here legit at denny's on a legit napkin he's like hey the cost going to be about here the price is going to be about here we good And at that time, I literally looked like Doogie Howser. (laughs) It's so funny. Now I'm older. I actually look like an adult back then. I looked like I was 12. And Mark... was this like, uh, all right, like I'm supplying like 2,000 kilos a year to, you know, to EAS, kind of like, all right, whatever, like, can't get worse, right? (laughs) Let's do something. Let's let this kid, you know, see what he has, right? From there, I just was an absolute beast for 80 hours a week for probably a decade. It was a monster. I don't recommend that for your relationships. (laughs) And yeah, we got into like, first was NO Explode, so that was like... The big turning point was Carnison beta-alanine, no explode, so I always have a shout-out to BSN. Yeah.
0: Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé. Irresistible Berry Chantilly Cake and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. And those
1: guys back in the day, appreciate those guys. And then another turning point was probably Jacked. So uh, Jacob Gessler back in the day. Mm -hmm. That thing was a behemoth. I don't think to this day people realize how staggeringly giant that was. Hundreds of thousands of units every month. It was just... (laughs) well those are some days then another turning point at the end where we broke up and i was like hey look we want more of that money i was like that's disappointing (laughs) (laughs) so obviously they they took it back over but i think the turning point right before that another turning point was pro subs back in the day they were doing some volume of that pre-workout you know the Jekyll and hyde yeah Hyde was just, it was a cannon. Like it was going off like a rocket and I think people underestimated how powerful that was yeah. at its peak.
0: Yeah, I feel like it rode a little bit of like the pre-workout wave, like you said. I mean, I know there were pre-workouts before No Explode and maybe it's my bias because to me that was the start of pre workouts So it was like No Explode, that was the one that I think I took first of a pre-workout. And then Bait Island was kind of put into all those products. And you know, like you said, you named a few of the ones that like just kept building on the momentum of the ones previous than that. Yeah. And then that category now is such a monster category, but it started off by, uh, being nothing, like nothing. I mean, it was like something somebody created. They were like, hey, yeah. we should do a pre Like People need to yeah. take this pre-workout Energizer or whatever. Exactly, like, yeah. you know, they stuff all these things in there. Now it's such an integral category of, of sports yeah. and active nutrition is like yeah. people's, sometimes entry point outside of protein is like if it's going to be a proprietary or yeah. like a different product that's not like a single source thing it's like they go with pre-workout because they, totally. they think that's going to be what they need so blue raspberry no explode me and my buddy went half on a on a tub because we were poor college kids at the time. And yeah. we were so excited to, to have this. And yeah. we, at the time, this was also like when shaker bottles were kind of just becoming a thing. And like, we, you know, we mix it up, we're shaking it up, and it like exploded <laughs> all in our college like apartment uh, <laughs> kitchen. And it was ever blue, like yeah, stuff everywhere. Exactly. And, you know, typical like two dudes living in a place, like we didn't even clean it up. So, like, we're, like weeks later, people are coming over, like, what's all that blue, like <laughs> stuff like, or whatever. And we're like, that. it was a pre-workout exploded. Yeah. <laughs> like, literally it's called N-O exploded, it exploded exploded yeah, so yeah. you're like that's what it's supposed to do but it was yeah. like those bicarbonates or whatever that were in there yeah. that kind of like created them with the shaky we didn't know yeah. because like it was such like everything was so new at that time there was and, and again yeah. and there's not the there wasn't the internet at the time in the sense of like you can't go on social media and see 300 other people doing the same thing and all this like so there was no you were learning on the fly and you were trying to figure this I,
1: exactly i did the exact same thing they definitely did the explosion <laughs> uh but yeah it was it was cool like i had a really good time it was really intense and i think it started off at 2,000 kilos a year and i think by the time we ended it was on a run rate of more than a million kilos a year it was not like un like uncommon to be sourcing you know supplying 80 100 120 tons in a in a month it was just wild it was it was a fun time in sports nutrition and then frankly like the whole industry professionalized like there wasn't like that bro science might still exist but it just just declined i guess you could call it and so we started getting into, like, t cream and dynamine. So the mind's role in physical performance. How does dopamine affect yep. a workout, for example? And now it's like, if one gram of tyrosine is good, then maybe 10 grams of tyrosine is even better. Like, blowing yeah. out yeah. dopamine receptors. <laughs> You're like, dude, what are we doing? Yeah. Just listen to Andrew Huberman. Like, come on. Like, this is not rocket science. That's not the that's not what we're supposed to be doing. That's what tea cream's for. t cream really took off with C4. So when that, when that got in a neutral bolt, obviously that was inherently credible
0: yeah right what was the in-between of losing you know the business with Carnison and then yeah. having something that came and replaced it like that was or... branch
1: chains okay so we were supplying branch chains to extend okay and my mechanics was crushing it, extend yeah. I mean that was just incredible yeah I'm actually a proud man 25 years you know, we haven't, you know, there's like not losing money in a year, and you're kind of cool with that. We haven't lost money in a month, mm. not a single month. Wow. So, like, we haven't lost money in a year, obviously, because you can't yeah, yeah. lose money in a year if you haven't <laughs> lost in a, in a single month. So, even despite losing a, 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 one of the biggest ingredients ever in the history of sports nutrition, as beta downing, yeah. even the month after,
0: we didn't lose money when you took over what happened in terms of like the business metamorphosis like what what did you yeah. when you came in oh, yeah. I, i'm sure like is it oh, yeah like a young brash like i got yeah. a ton of ideas like yeah, yeah. what did you come in and say like this is what we're doing like was there yeah, anything that exactly. you were like i'm gonna Champion I'm gonna change the business. I know like shifting towards sports But like was there things that you said this is gonna be me. I'm gonna own this This is gonna be you know, what's going on
1: when I came in It was really obvious that we need to be in sports So that was the first change that I made that my dad wasn't involved in at the moment was going towards sports nutrition and that was the heyday like when we got in it was it was big time.
0: Yeah, because if you think about it, depending on how people remember that time, and again, I wasn't a part of the business side at that time, but sports nutrition as an industry was still super new and still right. very much, like, much smaller than what it is today. Like, oh, it's yeah. like by many, many fractions of, right. of where. So right. even you having, the, I guess, the foresight of saying, we need to go into this area, I think this is going to be an area that's going to see considerable amount of growth, I think should be you know, applauded because I think that that's, there is a little bit of, of vision that you had to see there because it could have went wrong. I mean, your 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 dad could have been like, no, we're sticking to mainstream, you know, like, you know, yeah. vitamin, mineral uh, yeah. supplement categories. We're not gonna f- deal with the sports nutrition stuff that's still trying to, you know, kind of emerge out there. So like, was that something that you saw that was risky or was this something that you said like, this aligns with me as a person. I think this stuff's cool. So I wanna, you know, take a shot and be in it.
1: Yeah, it was, uh, uh, I think it was, combination of things, usually decisions aren't uh, oftentimes so black and white, it can be yeah. a little gray. There's one one in lined. Like I got that at school. I'm a skinny guy, yeah, but I was always like athletic and kind of <laughs> into it, and I was like, hey, do I want to be selling something for a joint formula to want to sell a pre-workout, where like, dude's just crushing in the gym and yeah. like just like super intensely. And I was like, I don't look the part, but I kind of like yeah, dig the. Yeah. Guy or a woman, like <laughs> getting after it, like let's get after yeah. it, right? I want that guy because yeah. the, the joint formula guy was a little bit rope, a little bit robotic. Yeah, so fun. Yeah. So it was a little bit of money, like you mm-hmm. could see the financial, you could envision what the future was, which is kind of mm-hmm. what you're talking about. I could see the future in that in that sense, like what you're talking about. But I also thought, man, this is a lot more fun. And the second thing was probably commodities. The Chinese were brilliant. They're like, hey, look, I'm gonna go to supply side west, understand your audience, but stay in the background. And then they're like, you know what? I'm gonna make it convenient for you, I'm gonna put a warehouse there in the United States. And then they are like, I actually know who your clients are, I'm just gonna start supplying directly, right? (laughs) So it's like this slow march of a decade in which your potential slowly just eroded. So the second thing was just going toward patented trademark, better marketed, better researched ingredients. We don't sell, I don't think anything that we've ever used to, we've ever sold. Like our past, like seven years ago, I don't think we sell anything that we used to sell. Hmm. Like uh, seven years ago, I completely transformed the entire industry, every single ingredient and in how we operate. Mm. The next one after that was thinking about how to maximize human potential. And when you think of that, you're thinking gut health. And then you're thinking of what's the foundation of gut health, you're thinking butyrate. Mm. So we're thinking about really how do you, yeah, how do you maximize human potential? What do you do? So I started going to every avenue, every pathway in which the human could be optimized. That was probably the last and major pretty significant deviation
0: in our whole strategy yeah and that's been built around core biome and then some of the other fibers and things that you guys have been working with some of the sweet exactly. and things of that nature but it's all based around you know if it's if it's gut health or you know gut friendly type of things to make sure that that's kind of the vessel because I think as I mean that's again another foresight where you saw that there was going to be an emerging amount of science and it's gonna unlock a bunch of that understanding that now I think People are starting to get how important the gut is to every element, to every part of the yeah. uh, body's function. You know, exactly. But it wasn't. I mean, and maybe this was. Um, you know, coming from somebody that doesn't necessarily read a lot of like the scientific journals and, and all that mm-hmm. stuff. So I still think about maybe even you know five or, or so years ago that was sort of bleeding edge thinking about the gut as this super important part. Uh, now it seems like everybody's focusing on I, you know, gut health. It's like you know, how do we how do we improve the gut uh, microbiome yeah. like how do we do that? But at the beginning, I think when you were working on that stuff it wasn't necessarily, As obvious as it is today. Like now that people are getting into it, now it's like you're a little bit later to the game. Like people have already done a lot of the hard work to show that it's valuable and the consumers are interested in it. But when you were kind of initially doing at least Core Biome, like was it hard at least to try to get people to wrap their heads around? Especially with like you know being so far into like sports and active nutrition, and then switching it over, where yeah. was there a little bit of like, what what are these guys doing? Does yeah. it make sense? Oh yeah, totally. Like no one cared. Yeah. And I was like I was like, hey, this is really cool, and they're like, so what?
1: Yeah. i was like, what do I do? Uh, this is this is why what? And they're like, okay. Yeah. Like no no no. <laughs> okay, could you buy it? <laughs> uh, uh, what is it again? Explain it. And they're like, yeah. oh okay. A little bit of a disconnect. Yeah. And so, yeah, I, I think we started on this like six plus years ago, and so it took probably a year or two for someone to take off, and then it was probably four years after that, so they took off, so that would have been like five years ago ish. They probably had a run rate of probably three, four years before people were like, "Oh that's sell that's selling."
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I should probably do that too. you know I think it, like, it, a, it, I, it took a while, and I also think there's a little bit of a silver lining of what happened in 2020 that all of a sudden, I know that the movement of sports nutrition into active nutrition um, has been going on for a while, but I feel like there was this event that happened that made people think about their health holistically and not just like one dimensionally of like, hey, I'm trying to ramp up my heart rate for this physical activity or maybe i'm trying to recover from this like they were thinking about right. this as like okay there's more hours in the day than just the gym how do i think about that as a whole and even people that were you know hardcore sports nutrition people or even right. brands started to think right. about well wait a minute we are way too leveraged on one you know occasion we're not thinking about our customers whole health and right. how do we do that and then right. all of a sudden consumers are interested and then it was like this perfect storm i know yeah. that's like not a, you know, it's, it's hard to look at silver linings on, on something that happened like that, but I do think that that was a turning point that was even a propellant for some of the stuff, because you were early on it, so now all of a sudden people are like, oh, now it makes sense. Yeah,
1: some of it I feel like is really timely now. Maybe we weren't so early, I guess, or, or maybe the time is just perfect. Like for example, um, think of COVID, what you just said, and the pandemic was like, oh yeah, let's, let's rock elderberry and vitamin C. 100% but those are exogenous but no one's like you know what how about the endogenous stuff like how about like SOD catalase and glutathione you know you know you yep. you know so we haven't like touched on like antioxidant enzymes you know and then they're, they're like okay well let's say we did touch you know touch on antioxidant enzymes well are we just boosting are we supporting what are we doing well the gut is obviously the home of the immune system or majority of the immune cells Right. I think there's a place where we could say, hey, well now is the time to start talking about yeah. how I support myself on a daily basis versus boost it on an acute I have a cold right now. Yeah. Like zinc, vitamin C the second. So yeah, I think now is the time. I don't think we're too early, like let's yeah. do it. Let's say seven, eight ish years ago, we transitioned, maybe nine, transitioned from like commodities to like panda trademark, you know, ingredients. Because the writing was on the wall with the Chinese, right, and just other bigger players. Then about seven years ago, my I co it with my mother. I'm majority owner of Compound Solutions uh, with my mom. I kind I dig that. That's kind of yeah, cool. I, like like, it, I, yeah. I get I get to have like a board of directors meeting with my mom. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's, it's, <laughs> it, it's cool. I I, I I dig that. So anyway, she essentially retired seven years ago. Kim Sickinger, our president, came on. Frankly speaking, internally, everyone knows I'm not the best manager. You just have to know what you're good at. Yeah. and like I'm never gonna dunk a basketball like LeBron. Yeah. So guess what? I don't. Yeah. Right. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) so I don't manage because she's a LeBron James she's the Serena Williams of management right I'm not yeah so I just think about what we should be doing from a big picture vision standpoint and then she helps implement it so that was seven years ago and she helped get the company going in a in a single direction like maximizing potential and it's the common good establishing the culture you know the, the drive essentially as well you know like Let's get in the arena. The only reason why I don't clean the toilets is because we have someone else to do that, but it doesn't mean I wouldn't. I'll do it right now, right? So we have a culture of doing, right? We don't throw things over the fence. We actually do it all right now, the second, together. And when there's a problem, I jump in. I don't tell everyone it's it's their problem. So we have a, a very strong culture, like when there's an issue, I jump in and everyone else jumps in and it's like, oh man, I screwed that up. Oh man, bummer, let's do this together. So she helped create that, Kim did. We started going down this line of like, just better management. And then we got into like, if you're gonna manage this well, can I do some other cool things too? And she's like, well, let's just see what we can do. So like, typically you have a birthday, you're a small company, so you have a cake. And I was like, but we're in the hell space. Can we like, just give people money or have like fruit? And she's like, come on, Matt, are you serious? Fruit? Like, this is a birthday Like, Come on, man, are you being like, like the food like paranoia food man she's like all right give me a minute so she figures it out and now we have like money or fruit or something like yeah. that right so people don't want fruit or whatever we can bring in lunch or they can take money now so for their birthday so it's like here's i don't know what it is 100 200 dollars, or we can have lunch for the crew right and, and they get yeah. to choose and then she was like oh my gosh you're making me sweat like what the heck is it you know like, what are you doing and i was like well vegetables he's like i cannot Force people to eat vegetables. <laughs> you are killing me, Matt. Like, what are you doing? Like, Dad, you're like, dab- you're, you're you're like you, gotta, you gotta eat your you vegetables. Eat your vegetables, so you vegetables. Like, are work. you kidding me? Like, people are feeling like feeling, uh feeling like self-conscious, like sticking their tots in their pocket. <laughs> Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check.
0: Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals.
1: Can't I just have a cupcake on my desk? You're like, you're, in, you're out of your mind. I'm like, well, how about we provide fresh organic vegetables every single week for every single person? She's like, okay. I was like, I met someone at the farmer's market who could probably do this. So <laughs> next thing you know, and what are we, five years later, four years later? I don't know how long it's been. We provide fresh organic vegetables, a box of them, every single week to every single employee. Wow. At Compound Solutions. And then I was like, well, that was cool. Yeah. And I was like, well, healthcare. I don't want to be the one at the top because if you're at the top and you're alone, then you haven't made it. So, can everyone have the gold plan or whatever? Yep. Like the PPO, yep. PPO or whatever yep. it is. everyone gets the PPO. And we pay for all of that for mm. the employee. Every employee gets awesome. all fully paid healthcare. And then we subsidize if their ex, you know, their other family members. Again, I get to travel, but what about everyone else? We took every single employee and their spouses to Hawaii. Wow last year at a really nice resort i don't know if it was a week or 10 days something like that probably a week um and then just like crushed it helicopter rides wow like we just went bananas like made sure they had like the time of their life and then i was like that was really cool but it's the u.s i was like who gets to go internationally right like not everyone can afford that let's let's make this happen so now the whole company this year is going to thailand so every employee and their spouse so It was mostly about the common good. So this whole thing was about, can we have an organization that has a culture about that we're better together than singularly? And can we spend the money to do so? And so we just are bent on making sure that our money is where our mouth is and that we make sure that our employees are happy, that they have the health care that I have, that they have the fruits and vegetables that I have, that they have the travel opportunities that I have. You know that- I love that. That we are better together and we continue to donate to like foundations like Ron Finley, if you know that guy. Mm-mm. Calls himself the gangster gardener. Okay. Like <laughs> the uh, I like the Brit. Like <laughs> he's such a good dude. He was dressed in an AT&T commercial, but you okay. Know, but um, in LA, all about fruits and vegetables. Ron Finley
0: Foundation, good guy, but we continue to donate with him and things of like that sort. Of so stuff. yeah, yeah. I mean, I Common think it's like, stuff, cultural. Yeah, that's just important. I mean, because I think right. it's one thing to talk the talk, but you're walking the walk. Oh, yeah, I mean, well, you're, yeah. you're all about it, which I think is super important, which, uh, the, authenticity is like one of those buzzwords out there but it's like you could tell the difference oh yeah you know, we people intense. that are like talking the authenticity thing or the people that are just like we don't need to talk about it we're just gonna do it oh yeah I don't I'm subdued you can tell
1: like we have we have like four million a minute sort of stuff we have stuff on LinkedIn but you don't see me out in the industry I yeah. just
0: like I just want to do stuff yeah. we want to do stuff our whole company is like this yeah I think business the world like and even I have to battle this a lot of times is like I would rather be in the background and not know anybody I, I mentioned it before it was like when I first started doing content because I wanted wanted to give back to the industry, mm-hmm. but I did just written articles. And mm-hmm. because of that, nobody really knew my face or me. And I was happy with that. And even when yeah, I would, yeah. you know, as a consultant, I think we're going on now 11 years, like there's an aspect of that. You have to be comfortable with the people that you work with as they're the ones in front They're, you know, like you yeah. don't take, I don't take any of the credit for anything that I do. It's that I've, you know, maybe I've done 0.1% and and I'm happy and humbled that somebody would allow me to do that, but I don't really need to get any of the credit of like, oh, you know, I was integral in creating this, or I was, I created, like, I don't really talk about any of that stuff, but I know as, you know, the world, I guess, has has changed in terms of people needing to maybe be more boisterous on some of that stuff, you have to get a little bit more comfortable, which I think speaks to even you creating some of that content stuff too. I mean, maybe it's not super normal to do it, but you know, like, I have to do a little bit of it and I have yeah. to you know, kind of put myself out there because that is the expectation now. Kids are so used to just constantly capturing themselves all day long, They're like, exactly. their whole days it's are natural. documented where um, we are kind of coming at it differently where we had time when we knew that we didn't have any camera phones or social media or whatever exactly. and now we're trying to like yeah. get into it and play the game I guess to the best we can. You know a lot of times people think you have to put on a show or you have to... Um, You'll know, be a character or whatever that is, and I think it comes back to being like your authentic self, and you have to really yeah. do that. And if you do that, then it comes out through the camera, it comes out through the yeah. whatever, or yeah. uh, you know the people that. That don't it, eventually you get shown, I guess, the yeah. opposite thing. But it's been something I've had to like tackle myself as well.
1: Yeah, it's uncomfortable. That's why we have a team. You know. <laughs> Michelle's like, that's you Now nah, we're redoing that. Yeah. That that was not a good scene. Yeah. yeah. Wear a different shirt. Cut. Done. Yeah, cut. <laughs> yeah. No, but,
0: you know, don't do that. Sometimes seeing where things are going, feeling comfortable enough to like go for it and I think on your side as an ingredient supplier, or you know, there's, there's aspects that you have to make bets long periods of time. It's not like you're the consumer brand that like yeah. next year you can change up what you're gonna focus on or whatever. Yeah. Like you're saying, hey, I believe gut health, or I believe this is going to be fundamentally one of the most important things that I can focus on. Because if I look back 10 years from now, it's going to be 10x what it was before and I That's need exactly. to be important I need to be in those important areas and right. I think that like when you're looking forward you're probably making those bets that are longer than just you know what is the market dictating tomorrow or what's it dictating next year you're thinking about it as like what does it look like in 2030 like oh, because I need to be there and I need to be laying the groundwork because you know how long it's going to take for the sales cycle the education cycle all that stuff for people to kind of get there in that direction yeah um, because if not then you're just you're going back and to like the commoditization aspect you want to be Big time. forward leaning you want to be innovative you want to be like you know i was championing things before they were the thing that everybody has i want to you you want to have a little bit of that groundwork i think
1: that's exactly if the consumer is uh, ready for it now we're too late Yeah, because you might have to have get regulatory compliance. if you need grass you're going to a minimum of a year because if you need toxicology you need a few hundred thousand dollars and get those uh, get those trials done, and get it through uh, toxicologists. That is not instantaneous. So yeah. let's just say it's a year, and that's I mean that's like lightning speed. What I just told you, because what if you need an efficacy study yeah. on top of that? So let's say it's lightning speed, a year, and you just said that the consumer over I just said that the consumer is ready now. Now we're a year behind the ball. So yeah, you definitely have to be thinking ahead. Something that might be a little different for the audience to just think about, which they had to have thought about it, but maybe not so consciously. It's just that ingredients are the foundation of the entire industry, right? When you think about like a functional orange juice with calcium, calcium came from somewhere, right? The consumer's thinking about it from the brand standpoint, but the brand's looking at it from the contract manufacturer standpoint. Contract manufacturer's looking at it from the ingredient standpoint, and then the ingredient supplier's looking from like the manufacturer standpoint right yeah. it's all flowing right so if we don't think about it ahead of time that brand doesn't have the claim or the ingredient to lead with you know at the grocery store or for the consumer so yeah absolutely i take that really seriously is like what's going to happen in 2030 what you just said 100 percent. that's in my opinion my primary job and predict it so when we spend the money and it's not for naught, because that's a big bummer right like you guess wrong yeah. At the end of the
0: day and I think that a lot of those steps what you're mentioning it has been shielded behind or maybe just consumers haven't been all that interested in learning about all those different you know like they know the brand a few cases maybe they know the manufacturer but a lot of times they don't But past that point they don't know too much you know every once in a while maybe they get into the ingredients maybe they don't or whatever but right. they they haven't really gotten to all the steps backwards and no. when I think about some major changes that could happen I do think about if it's blockchain or something where like traceability turns into very easy thing to do in understanding you know wh- who are the people that are making the product you know who are the people that have right. the ingredient like you s- it's a lot easier for a consumer to do the research to figure those things out right. and understand those things and it makes a lot of what you're talking about with your history and your heritage and like all this kind of focus on, on the good and, and and the human potential like that then is really consumer forward you know i think a consumer then cares about that cuz they start to follow yes. those off That they can research into you and research into your company, like you want to be aligned with all of these different steps. Like the contract manufacturer should be aligned with the ingredient supplier, should be aligned with the brand because they're speaking a certain language to the customer. Like if it's not all aligned, like there's a little bit of a, I think an issue that comes up over time. Now, maybe not so much, but I do think in the long run, it's going to be something that creates a lot of issues because a lot of the supply side, I don't think is necessarily thinking about that. They've always thought, well, we're behind the curtain. Who cares about our ethics? Who cares about our business practices? Who cares about, you know, like we're just, we're just a cog in the wheel thing where I think it becomes super important over time as some of that transparency becomes easier to kind of trace through the steps. And some, obviously some ingredients within our bigger food supply has already went to some of that stuff if it's right. um, you know like palm oils or things like that where exactly. people are started to like really care about some of that stuff but I do think over time people just start to care about everything they're gonna You know, you're talking about before with the bees, we should all care. Like, everybody's eventually people, because of the ease of whatever, if it is technology or whatever, they do then start to care about everything. It's just, we're just not there yet, but I do think that's important what you're mentioning about, you know, how all those steps are in play and how long it takes and how you have to be making sure that you have the most high ethics and morals and focus on these bigger, broader stroke things because people are going to eventually judge you against those things. Oh, yeah. I think it's, I think we're there
1: now. Like, uh, a while ago, GMPs GMP's required that we disclose really confid—you know prior confidential things and for traceability. Like Mega Food put like a camera in its manufacturing facility. Yeah. Ritual Vitamin Katarina is like on a mission on traceability. Yeah. She's on a traceability sort of campaign, not because that someone hadn't done it sooner. Uh, It's just that people didn't like grab on with full force and is driving her crazy. And so she's like, all right, Ritual vitamins is going to like uh, dominate this, you know? And so we as the
0: ingredient supplier have to make sure that we are supporting that. What do you see the next 25 years looking like? I mean, obviously you're soothsayer like trying to get your magic ball, but what does the next 25 years of compound solutions look like? With the help of the spirits and my tarot cards. I can see your life even more clearly than you can yourself. That was like one of those Oprah questions that I'm like hitting you with at the end. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, get we'll- the cry, Get the cry out of there? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. yeah. we can cry on camera,
1: I'm cool with myself. Yeah. You know, when I think of the next 25 years, I think about being flexible. So doing more of what we do, right? So more supply. But when I say flexibility, there's always some level of chaos in the world, right? And there's always some challenge to overcome and that will never change. And it could be something like a pandemic or it could be a war or it could be economic. So I think to set up a company, and systems that are flexible enough to adapt to change better than competitors. That I think is probably the next 25 years.
0: Have you ever thought that kind of how I mentioned like I've been in the space now for like twelve or thirteen years? Like do you yeah. sit back and you go, it doesn't feel like that long. Like I know you weren't a part, you know, at yeah. the start at the finish, but like pretty much most of of it all is like I mean, do you look back and go that's it doesn't feel like, like that long. Like it feels to like me, just yesterday that I was, you know, yeah. sitting in that meeting, looking like Doogie Hauser. Yeah, exactly. It. It like- <laughs> yeah, to, yeah,
1: to me, I, uh, it feels about like ten-ish. I've been in the eighteen. It feels like about ten-ish because I'm thinking about like in my mind. I'm like, okay, well, um, okay, it was like the beta outing thing, and it was like Tiffany outing, and then it was like, a like, gut thing, and then yeah. it was like you know, new management at Compound and culture, and and like, and I they flip it through. I'm like, yeah, it's about ten. I'm like yeah. eh, it's a bit about double that, <laughs> so I think I don't know how you feel about it, but it feels about like I'm running about
0: double speed. Yeah, than I'd actual. Like, yeah, I'd like lose track of time at all. I have no idea. Like we'd be like, oh, it's already April. I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, it felt like I was just yeah, well, I <laughs> was just in January. January yeah, like, what's, yeah, going yeah, yeah what's going on? Yeah, here? what's going on? That's weird that you said January 30th, because that's my birthday.
1: Oh, there we go. I was, I was like I I out of that. nowhere. Like all I the dates that. you could have
0: said, Houdini over here. Yeah, exactly. January thirtieth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Just no. maybe we some research,
1: you know? yeah, exactly.
0: We're, we're like connecting on levels that we don't even know. That's it's like exactly. Get <laughs> the vibe. good vibes, yeah. good vibes. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast episode. If you have any comments or questions about anything I discussed during it, open the podcast episode notes and click on any of my social media account links to reach out to me directly.